Hey ladies, welcome to the Diamond Hands podcast. So you want to own a med spa? Welcome to our community and explore the exciting industry of medical aesthetics and hear from experienced med spa owners and relevant industry experts to guide you on your path. Mindset, money, practice management, marketing, find it here. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Hands Podcast. As you know, I'm continuing my quest of interviewing the most interesting people in aesthetics, and today is no exception. We have Michaela McLean with us. She is welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here too. So any of you guys who follow her on Instagram or have you know that she is a really big in the beauty space and she's really huge into human design. She uses that in her practice in a way um, to really connect with her clients. And she's really bringing this beauty is energetic type of concept into the field. And I think we could use this in all of our industries. But we're gonna we're gonna get into that in a little bit. But so Michaela, so you know, first of all, so you know, tell us how did you you tell us like a little bit about your history? Like how did you even get into you know beauty in the first place? Like what were your first influences? So we'll go all the way back. Um when I was little, there was only one thing I ever wanted to be, and it was a mm -hmm. doctor. Oh. And yeah, and and it was so funny. I mean, that was it. It was like, don't call me anything else. Like this was this was like a singular thing. I was obsessed. And my mom still feels bad to this day because she kind of like inadvertently crushed my dream and was, <gasps> said something about like, oh, you know, medical school is expensive and I don't know, like that we would be able to pay for it. And she she's like, and your face just just fell, you know, and oh. it was like, it just sort of like broke my little heart in some way. And she's like, why did I ever say that? We would have figured, you know, like you were a good student, there's scholarship, you know, all the things like it would, oh it would have God. happened. And it just like sort of like crushed me. And so at the same time, I was, um, I was dancing and I was, mm -hmm. um, getting more and more into ballet. And so I was always like, okay, after the, the doctor dream was crushed, um, I, um, really, really dove into ballet. And so yeah. got very, very serious and, um, eventually auditioned and got to, I got handpicked by and somebody nobody would know, but Darcy Kistler from New York City Ballet to go. Oh, I know to New York City Ballet though. Right, exactly. So, and she was, she was the last of like Balanchine's protégés before he passed away. Wow. And so it was like, I mean, huge, huge, huge thing. And so I went to school there. I went to New York, went to the School of American Ballet and I danced mm -hmm. there. And I wound up um, rupturing my Achilles. <gasps> so um, that destroyed me on <laughs> I'm like, do I have a theme going? Yeah, like you, like, like there's just you like destruction, but rebirth. Right, rebirth, right, right. And wow. so, and that actually, that actually led me into like a very dark period. Um, and I was like 15, oh. you know, so like young, but in the dance world, not, um, because yeah. you're on the way to like a real career at that point. And so yeah. then I was just sort of like. I don't know what I'm doing, you know, like with my life. And I was a really, a really good student, but mm -hmm. I just had no desire to do anything but dance at this point. And that was oh not an God. option. Right. So somehow over the next, you know, number of years, um, just kind of being almost like aimless. I one day find out that being an esthetician is a thing. 
And it always, always, for whatever reason, been into skin and beauty and and mm -hmm. medicine, right? It's yeah. kind of like the doctor, the ballerina, right? And all these things. And you're like, in yeah. my weird little brain, it all made sense. And I was like, wait, that's a job? Like, that's a thing? Now, yeah. granted, it's like not nowadays where everybody knows. I'm like, this is like 20 years ago. And <laughs> so, yeah. so I go to, so I go to school and become one. And, and my only thing I wanted to do was I was like, I want to be in a medical practice. Yeah. So um, I was like, I didn't want to do any of that spa BS, you know, it was like no, no fluff. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm mm -hmm. serious. And this is like science. And so um, I worked in dermatology for a very long time. Yeah. You know, I was like the laser girl, um, all of, all of like very heavy science treatment based stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and then eventually went into plastic surgery and mm -hmm. then, um, the whole time, I guess I should have also prefaced this by saying is that my excuse for life is I'm a Pisces. And so <laughs> meanwhile, like parallel to this, it's like, you know, I'm into astrology and I'm into, you know, yeah. the crystals and all these things. And so, um, while I was at plastic surgery, I also did my Kundalini yoga teacher training. Oh, wow. And yeah, I'm like all the things, right? My, my, I'm a Reiki master. I've got like all the different, you know, stuff. And so it's like, I have these two parallel lives. It's like here, I'm yeah. doing a very, um, very clinical treatment, you mm -hmm. know, and then, but, but my personal interests are something so different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so eventually I guess it all led to then you know, an opportunity coming up at Crafted. And I was like, oh gosh, this is, this is like my chance to actually fuse all of me together in one place. Yeah. So that's what happened. Now, injury number oh two God. that, that, that comes in and does another thing on my life, which is, you know, down when we were in Dallas, what I talked about was like, you know, who, who all here has thought about what do you do if you can't use your hands anymore? And yeah. so I, um, I'd already had carpal tunnel, had surgeries and things. I fell and injured my wrist really badly last winter, wrist and shoulder. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. basically the long and the short of it is that I've fully retired from doing hands-on skincare. And so yeah. I only really do human design and I guess energy work at this point um, under the guise. So before it was like, I had the facial to disguise the fact that I'm like, I'm doing all this like other stuff where yeah. now it's like the facial, the, the safety net's gone. Like, it's just, it's just what <laughs> I do. Like, this is what I do. You're like, <laughs> the veil has been lifted. The veil has and, been um, lifted. I'm actually your spiritual guide. <laughs> I, I, was, I was joking I was joking with people down in Dallas I was like maybe that's what I'm supposed to be is just like the spiritual sidekick to like the stars of skincare and like that's that's my role I mean I think that's a good one I mean everybody has their place in this universe and mm -hmm. all of your experiences have led you to where you are right now and I think it's really interesting that you, you know you talked about, and this kind of touches on my field. Like I got, I started getting prickly because, you know, something that I do with my my clients is like, you know, disability insurance. It's like if you get disabled, like until what you then? figure it out, how are you going to get an income? Mm -hmm. And so this is something that I preach. I'm just like I probably should preach about it more because it's like so many people that I meet with, they don't even think about that. But it's like in aesthetics, your business, your life. Is all of your energy, and I call money energy, all of your energy is in your hands. It's all in your hands. Absolutely. Absolutely. Girl. I know. And I, and I thought that, so like, like I was saying to you before we got on about listening to the last episode with Tiffany and she's, yeah. she mentioned that about, you know, like the injections and the carpal tunnel. And I'm like, girl, yeah. been there, you know, like that, I, 
yeah, I'm, you're preaching to the choir. And, and again, another injury that like takes you out of what your thing was, you know, and having yeah. to adapt and change and absolutely, like you said, plan for the future. So, oh my God, yeah. that's so wild. So Isn't you went that? from Achilles. Okay. Okay. Let's go over the crushes <laughs> and then we're going to talk about the resurrection of some of the ashes. So we go from your mom saying, I don't know, it's going to be too expensive to be a doctor. So your dreams are crushed as a kid. Mm-hmm. Then you become this amazing dancer. Then your Achilles gets all the way mm-hmm. up. And then we go to, all right, you finally found your groove and aesthetics. And then you get all these hand injuries. Yes. What the hell? Yes. Yes. What <laughs> the hell? So, ah, oh, so like, so Miguel, like, so with you, like what, gave you the strength to even come back you know from you know losing the you know losing your hands in this way you still can use your hands but you know what I mean but being able to do the hands-on work that you were doing like what made you come out of that like mentally because I'm sure that was another crushing you know this I feel like this last time it was like things had begun to shift so much and I Mm -hmm. really um I've done been been working with human design and doing so much mm-hmm. of that kind of with patients and you know um, incorporating that into my work where it didn't feel like yeah. I was totally left with nothing. You know, I, mm-hmm. I would imagine like prior to that, I'd be like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? Yeah. But also I've been, I've been in the field since 2003. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then mm-hmm. I kind of thought about that, like with dance, it's like, there's on, you know, I follow New York city ballet on Instagram mm-hmm. and there's dancers who were like either my age or, or a little bit older that are like having, you know, principal dancer and they're retiring this year. And you're like, dancers careers are not forever either. Sure. Anybody, anybody yeah. that uses their body physically for work, mm-hmm. you there there's there's a there's an expiration date on it and so I think that made it easier this time around where I was like it's been you know nearly two decades and you know what maybe it is maybe it's okay to like retire from that element it's like I don't Mm want to be not be in this field but just Mm -hmm. that evolution and I think too it's like change is the only constant when you get when you become okay with that right and Mm -hmm. you're no longer Mm -hmm. like um you know, just, just hanging on to things versus yeah. letting, you know, again, it's a very spiritual practice in a way, you know, and you're like mm-hmm. letting, letting things happen and trusting that, you know, good things are still going to come and, you know, be there for you, I guess that you're, you're going to be well, taken yeah. care of in some way. Yeah. In some way. And, and I think that's one of those beautiful things about, um, you know, life is it's like, we don't understand how all the twists and turns you know, we all have so many twists and turns in life and then we end up in a spot and that's not the end because it's still a long ways to go, but it's just like, wow, this spot in my journey, every little thing that happened led me to this moment right here. hundred percent. And that's the coolest thing. Cause like, you know, life is all about these little decisions that we make. Like who knows, maybe if you decided you weren't going to get up that morning to go and practice or what have you, maybe you wouldn't have gotten the Achilles injury. Who knows? Right. Like, right. who knows? All these yeah. different factors. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. wild. <laughs> but even with the spirituality thing, like, I even think, you know, like with dancing, that's very spiritual. Yes. In a way. Yeah. Abs- oh, absolutely. Yeah. So like, how, so how do you think like, so like, when did your like love of you know, kind of looking to the other realm, like start, like, when did that start for you? Oh my gosh. I mean, I remember being a a little kid and just, you know, 
call call me angel and you know like <laughs> i'm not kidding and i was like i was like i was like i wanted like a magic eight ball and you know and i was so drawn to anything i wanted to be, i wanted to be like a nun at one point you know it was like basically i know right but anything mm-hmm. that's like i know i know i know i know but right it was like i was so like my uncle of the oh this is hilarious my uncles right uh-huh. my gay uncles you yeah. know that were catholic on top of it I would go to I, I know right I would, <laughs> I would go this is the best I would go I would go to um church like go to mass and stuff yeah. and um I don't know if you're familiar with Portland but there's a place called the grotto down there and they live down there and mm-hmm. so um one of them in particular like we would go all the time I was like obsessed with it it's the most beautiful outdoor you know like place and I just there's something about like the imagery and like the ritual and you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it was just like it was just so spiritual so from like I said I couldn't even tell you it was just always in me you know in some way or whatever yeah that's so cool and and so so all right so 20 years in the in the aesthetics field and Mm -hmm. now you're solely doing human design so I, I know that human design, what did I say? I, I was reading about it a little bit. So I was like, yeah. I'm obsessed, guys. So she did yeah. my chart. I got it. She's real obsessed with it. But it's just like, <laughs> you know, I know that was started in what, 1992? And it's like a blend of, um, what's like a blend of again? It's like, um, it was actually 87. It was when the download, you know, or, or however you want to describe it came. Yeah, when he had but, his mystical experience. Yes, yes, yeah. the eight day <laughs> mystical experience. I'm like, ooh, sign me up. Um, <laughs> I am that girl. Um, it is, it's a fusion of astrology. See, so yeah. astrology was the gateway drug because I studied astrology really deeply as an adult. And yeah. I was always like, oh my gosh, I'd love to, I'd love to, but you know, never, never kind of hitting that, that point. Right. And it mm. wasn't until like human design came in my world and it was like, oh, oh, it just clicked. Right. So yeah. it's a fusion of astrology, Western astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, the Hindu chakra system, and then like quantum mechanics and, um, you know, science, I mean, science aspects of it, you know, mm-hmm. just wild, mm-hmm. wild things, um, you know, and again, we're talking to a very science-based crowd, you know, where it's like suspension of disbelief, like I get it, you know, but also you do, you know, you have somebody like me do your chart for you and you're like, <laughs> okay like, oh, like, all right designed by something mm-hmm. and it's not mm-hmm. by chance yeah it's not and it's not by chance just trust me on that yeah so there you go like I said it, it's been about five years ago that it, it kind of just came into my life and mm-hmm. again because of studying astrology prior it was like so easy for me and I'm like mm-hmm. oh this this just makes so much sense to me mm-hmm. um and you know of course the more I study and the deeper I go it's like it's just it's truly an obsession but in the best way because part mm-hmm. of my design is, is loving the, the love of studying people. And, yeah. and, um, and that it just gives you this insane insight into how people work and, mm-hmm. you know, are you doing it? And I never like to say the right or the wrong way, but are you expressing things in a high or low, you know, the high, high expression or low expression from fear or from love. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, knowing your design a specific way and that you always have this free will choice to choose one side of the coin or the other. It's like, well, mm-hmm. let's empower. That's again, a part of my chart, empower people to love and accept themselves and really play to their strengths and not their yeah. weaknesses. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's big. I mean, and so like with, with you, like how do you, so I know you didn't become a doctor, so to speak, but you're almost like a doctor of the universe. I'm an know, energy right? doctor. <laughs> energy doctor. So yeah. it's like, you know, with that, how does that, 
and then, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, beauty is energetics, you know, yes. and, I, and I think energy is in everything. And then because yes. we think about sometimes, um, you know, money is energy, having, having the proper, uh, uh, you know, feelings or, you know, kind of state of mind to accept money is also yes. an energy, like so yep. many things in life, we don't realize it, but it's all based on energy. Yes. And, yeah. and so like, how does that inform your practice when, you're kind of doing consults for people who want to get skincare and like, and things that like that, you know, before they go and, and, you know, what's the process that someone goes through with you when they come into your practice or when you're just like, Hey, you know, this is something that I do. Let me help you get in tune with yourself. Like, tell us more about that. Yeah. It, it's really, I, I don't really have anything to do in a way, in a weird way with that anymore. Like I don't mm -hmm. do the skincare consoles. I don't do any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm lucky because, you know, again, being in a practice where other people do it, you're like, okay, I have the freedom to basically do, do my zone of genius. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just a specific type of person. And usually they've seen, it's usually Instagram. They've, they found mm -hmm. me some way through that, through somebody that they follow, maybe, you know, they, you know, know me, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, they're just intrigued. I mean, obviously it's like certain people are going to be drawn to this more than others. And mm -hmm. it, we usually just kind of like, they message me, we start a conversation and it's like, yeah. okay, let's do this. You know, yeah. I have found the more that I'm putting out there, what I do, then the more that people, obviously, I mean, duh, you know, like people are interested, mm -hmm. but it's sort of like, it's hard for me oftentimes to really describe what it is that I do. And people, even when mm -hmm. they've done a session, they're like, I, that was not what I was expecting, but in the best way possible, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. and so like, awesome. And this is, I've been teased even at work where they're like, you can't even explain what you do. And yet everybody that gets, it, that does it with you, they're like, read all your Google reviews or like, you have a gazillion of them. And it's always like, it changed my life. Well, Josh, <laughs> I was on yeah, the phone yeah. last night. I was on the phone last night with Josh. We were talking and he was like, no girl, I don't think you understand. Like, he just was like, yeah. you don't understand this changed my life. Like so much. And it just, yeah. it makes me so happy. Cause I'm like the fact that I can do, I can just with what I see and my words that I'm able mm -hmm. to, um, I don't know, help people in this very intangible way, which is very cool to me because I am an energy person. So I'm just like, hey, you know, like, I don't know, you felt good. You felt good around me and what I was telling you and stuff. So, well, yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things too, where it, I think there is a, a huge problem that's going on in the United States it, and in the world. People don't understand themselves. Yeah. because you know what are we what are we doing not me because I'm not a person who's like but I might be on social media so much but whatever but it's like what are people doing you know we're consuming we're consuming we're watching television we're watching yes. games we're watching I don't even know general. what that is I keep seeing that pop up and I finally somebody had it in the caption I was like oh okay yeah. I didn't know I see and I don't I mm -mm, you're exactly right it's it like stop consuming stop consuming everything yeah. what you consume becomes you it's like the mm. food that you eat you know like yes. whatever you're putting within you and it's I mean I'm like it's never just you know 
like I said, just food. It's what you watch, yeah. what you read, the social media, who do you look at? What do you take in yourself? And is yeah. that a, is that a positive thing? Does it make you feel good about yourself or does that mm-hmm. make you feel not well? And you need to yeah. pay attention to your energetic hygiene and health. That is oh, so yeah. important. And people, that's the, I think that's the thing that people really neglect. Exactly. And I yeah. think you hit it right on the head. You heard that guys, energetic hygiene and health. I think that is a, I never heard that term girl. Yes. <laughs> You've got to coin that. What I'm going to coin another one. Yeah, I know. That's what you know with your ed- hashtag energetic yeah. hygiene. No. But I mean like energetic hygiene, like think about like if you can score that, like mm-hmm. uh, maybe you can make something like for that. Like what is your damn energetic hygiene score? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, you, you, that's not like because of all that, like you said, all this consumption. We're not taking the time to find out what we really like. What we we're not trying we're not trying to figure out who we really are. Yeah. And when we don't understand that, we don't interact with the world well because we're confused our damn selves. We're confused, and you let so much input come in without, like you said, knowing who you are. And I and I'm always saying, like I think the root of most of people's problems, you know, in the world mm-hmm. is the fact that we don't we don't a no and then really b truly is like love ourselves you know mm. and again that's that's in my see and i can't even say it's like that's very specific what i'm here to do and it's in my chart clear as mm-hmm. day like i'm here to help empower people to love and accept and and you know like care about themselves because i think mm-hmm. that's where it all starts but then yeah when you think like but i'm all i'm ever doing is taking in it's like that's not a healthy place um yeah. and i think too like even the energetic hygiene aspect of it is like and this is something that i'm like i keep toying with i i would love i've got a line one you've got a line one it's like we're teachers you know yeah. like I, I i'm just like passionate about i there's things i want to get out in the world i want to teach um, mm-hmm. And specifically in the aesthetic industry, because you think energetic hygiene, you know, how many patients do people in this field, whether you're injecting, you're mm-hmm. you know, doing the facials, whatever, you're coming into contact with everybody else's energy all day long. It is like, mm-hmm. a, it's an energetic exchange, right? And yeah. if that person is coming to you from a, not a great place, you can't help but be impacted by that. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be on point yourself, right? But you know, what's, are we, are we, are we, are we, are we cleansing our aura? Where's the hand sanitizer for that? Ooh, you know what I mean? Where's the sage? Like, yeah, totally. Wow. I've never even thought about that. You know, um, there's someone else that is, um, that I recorded with a podcast recently. His name is Nick Long. You're going to love the episode, by the way. He's okay. like all the way you, but like, he comes at it from like this very like manly, like, take charge yeah. of your life like you got to take you know and he's like you know he's like a multi-millionaire he's crazy but like he's all about that he created this thing called core four and it's like very okay. energetic he's like he's like do your smoothie in the morning he's like do this many squats do this do that um journal tell two people yep. every day that you're gra- that you're grateful for them or what have it. you it's like this whole entire thing and i just love seeing it from a masculine energy perspective and then you know yeah. from the feminine energy perspective because yeah. it's, it's kind of different how we approach those things oh totally i just i just think it's 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 wild the people that you surround yourself with even your clientele, it's huge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's and huge. and I was just talking to somebody about this the other day was, you know, 
in in a field like that i got so many so many tangents to go off on but where it's it's you know how i said it's like i've been in this for so long where it was not everybody and nowadays it's like oh my goodness everybody is an injector an esthetician you know Mm -hmm, their mm -hmm. their mom their their dog their grandpa you know whoever Mm -hmm. it's like everybody right everybody wants to be in this field it's so glamorous and you know it's it's about beauty and stuff but i'm always like what's the thing that actually like makes you different and sets you apart right Mm. and how do you differentiate yourself from from others in that Mm -hmm. regard it's like well if she's doing a hydrofacial and you're doing a hydrofacial it's like there's plenty of patients to go around but you know like why would somebody want to exchange energy with you because that's what they're really doing it for there's a little see another friend of mine ashley ageless ashley like we talked about this before where you're like you know, there, there are people who may not even be that great of like technician, but -hmm. their energy is so amazing that people want to be around and they want to be in their space. Right. And so kind of, kind of, I guess, remembering that, you know, Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know. It's just, that's so important. No, you do know. I I mean, it it reminds me of another podcast. We were talking to this woman and she was like, you know, what's your secret sauce basically? you know what what is what sets you apart like and it and I think it takes a lot of people a long time to find that if ever you know sometimes if ever yeah Yeah. if ever like I even think about myself sometimes and like when in my report cards when I was little they would always say oh Leslie's a pleasure to have in class but she talks too much to her peers that's literally and I remember it like it's seared in my memory when I was on my report card I was like "Mm -hmm. you didn't talk about that sorry mom but Look at the field of what I do. I, um, and I, I was I was just gonna say, and it's like you have in your chart, you have a um you have a defined throat. You're somebody who's meant to to have something to say, you know? Yeah. So there you it's go. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. So like how did you so like how how did you like get so knowledgeable about human design and yeah, like, how did you get so knowledgeable about it? Yeah. I, it's just like a rabbit hole that I went down and continue to go down. And, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's definitely something that's, that's blossoming. You know, I'm sure again, like people in this industry don't really know, probably have never heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it's, it's definitely, it's definitely got a hold, you know, elsewhere. And so I, I'm just somebody who's like a self-studier. It's like, yeah. all right, the book and, I mean, it's a textbook um, yeah, and, and classes and lectures and, and all of that kind of stuff. And basically I'm that person who, uh, and I really, and what I was mentioning to you before about the enthusiasm and the mastery, there's a, there's a trait in my own chart that I have, and it's a very prominent one mm-hmm. that I'm a person who's like, I will listen to the same lecture repeatedly. I don't get bored of stuff. And I'm like, but, yeah. it, but I think about it, I'm like, oh, but that's like ballet as a kid. It's like, yeah. you, right. So there's certain people you have that, that trait. And I'm like, I just am so obsessed that I always find something new and I fold something mm-hmm. in and I, and I, and I like anything, you know, you want to be better at what you do. Mm-hmm. And um, when you love it, it's not work. Right. So I'm exactly. like, I'm out there walking every day and I'm like listening to my lectures. I'm just like, oh, that's amazing. Okay. And I, and I have something else in my chart that's really about being a synthesizer. So yeah. I pull from so many different places. So mm. I think that I have a benefit that maybe another person who, you know, is into human design wouldn't have. It's like, I did study astrology and I mm-hmm, did yoga mm-hmm. teacher training. I did all these things where I take from so many different, um, you know, 
basically disciplines yes, and yes. bring them together and actually give people tools to work with you know wow yeah so I don't I mean I'm just obsessive like I said line one we are we are studying we're people that love to study like when you were like I'm yeah. going to the library I was like oh girl take me with you <laughs> I know I'm such a dork I just like put another book on hold I'm like I, yeah yes yes you're speaking my language yes I'm just like so people, some people went to school for MBAs and things like that. I'm like, every book that you've read, I've probably read myself that I have is actually. Yes. And I just smile. <laughs> like, you know, whatever. And probably more. So, you know, so when you started um, doing this in your practice or and doing this kind of work for people, did you have naysayers? Like people that were like, what the hell are you doing? Like, did you get a lot of that? You know, to be honest, I think because like I said, I had these parallel lives essentially. And mm-hmm. so on one hand, I mean, I'm not even kidding you. When I did my yoga teacher training, nobody knew what I did. Because I, I wasn't also <laughs> going to tell the yoga people like, oh, I'm in plastic surgery. <laughs> you <laughs> you know? like, I'm like, oh. Are you just going to get judgment from like every side, no matter what you're yeah. doing? Yeah. No, um, no. In fact, like my old boss in plastic surgery, like he would, he, he and he still does, like would tease me, you know, sort of like, um, you know, like kind of like, I know you're super smart and like super sciencey and like, you know, sensible when it comes to like this stuff. But he's like, but you're also into like all of this super out there. And I'm like, it's, I'm sorry, this is like Albert Einstein territory. You know, it's like, yeah. he's a Pisces, like me, you know, with the, with a Mercury and Aquarius. And I'm like, it's that, yeah. it's that understanding that's like, it's not one side or the other. It's both. It's science Ooh. and spirituality. Right. And he, to me, like, he's, he's just the boss. Right. Yeah. So, um, so in a weird way, no, but I think I've just been somebody who is so in love with it and so devoted to it that I just mm-hmm. don't care. Yeah. And if they're saying, if people are saying negative things, it's typically, I don't know, I don't, I don't hear it and it's not really directed at me, but I think mm-hmm. also maybe it's like, I'm not really somebody who, I don't know, like is, is in anybody's face about it mm-hmm. either. I'm like, if you, if you like it, cool. And if not, whatever, keep moving, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I was just wondering about that because, you know, I was wondering if people were like, oh my goodness, like you're an esthetician, like stay in your lane or you're working for it, like stay in your lane. Like, no, but I really do love how you kind of bring them together as far as like, you know, science and spirituality. It's a, it, it has nothing to do with religion. I think people really need to understand that it has yes. nothing to do with yeah. like Krishna or the Christian God or Jesus or whatever. No. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of go back to the Albert Einstein thing. It's like everything's energy. And when you get past the whole, I need to label this thing Mm -hmm. as, I mean, you just, your whole world opens up, you know, to to the possibilities. And I think honestly, you know, how you're asked about the naysayers. It's like, I think we are truly in a time. um, And again, there's an astrological reason behind this as well, of course. Age Age of Aquarius, but also Neptune and Pisces. That's a long transit. (laughs) And people are just open to spirituality in a way that yeah. they probably never have been before. And mm. I, you know what I mean? Like, like, I think a lot of people don't find necessarily what they need maybe in the more traditional um, things yeah. and coming around to being like, you know what, then I, I just, I want that connection myself. However, I need to find a way to foster that you know yeah and, and I think that's a great change for people to go through because like we said with this overconsumption that we have in the society there's yeah. a lot of dark empty people who are just yeah they're just filled with other people's creations and we were we were put here I believe we were put here to be creators 
Yes. And to leave a mark, even if it's small. Absolutely. And, and then, then it's you positive. Don't get to do that. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like taking whatever, whatever it is that you have and the things that light you up and make you happy. You're like, there's a reason that's not arbitrary. Like that has been built into you for a specific purpose. Mm -hmm. And when you, and this is a very human design thing. Like when you follow the stuff that makes you happy and gets you excited to get out of bed in the morning, you know, you're Mm -hmm. on the right path. And, and that's it. It's like, that's kind of like all you need to know. Like yeah. truly like follow that happiness and that bliss and you won't mm-hmm. be led astray, but it's when, it's when that consumption, right. And you see the shiny things and other people have it and, oh, I should want that too. That mm. I think the distortion happens versus, yeah. you know, like I said, it's like, even, even about that, like the naysayers, it's like, well, I just don't care. And I know yeah. what makes me happy. And so I'm just going to stick to it and not get distracted. I think we've, what I, I heard something recently about, you know, human's attention span and how it's gotten so insanely short like we're mm-hmm. worse than we're worse than goldfish now because wow. of like that those dopamine hits of like you know social media and all of that yes. stuff is that you're always looking for that next thing and you're like we have zero attention span this is why we need to be meditating and i'm i'm a firm and hardcore meditator and yeah. you know those types of practices it's like you need that to balance out what our physical bodies really are not created for again mm-hmm. being on your phone all the time you know, oh, like yeah. our bodies, we're not, we're not, we're not designed to take in the level of information that comes at us every single day. Half the time. And <laughs> probably like 99% of the time, it's not even good information, you know? Yeah. And you're wow. like, what, what did I just read an article about? Or what did I just, you know, like sit and you, you get lost in it. It's like, you're getting oh. into that subconscious space. Mm-hmm. And that's the place you're like, but if I can address my subconscious thoughts positively, mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not a TV watcher. I'm not, like I said, I didn't even know what that, what you say, squid games. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I just kept seeing this picture and I'm like, what is this? I don't even know, you know? Yeah. Um, and I just think, turn it off, turn, turn off the TV, turn off mm-hmm. that stuff and, and go meditate. <laughs> but seriously, but I, I think when we do those things and I, and I'm going to shout out Nick Long again, because I only got back and I feel like in my life, there's been like a couple of times where I've been brought back to spirituality because I went to theological seminary. I don't know. I told yes. you that. You did tell me that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, other people might not know that, but it's like, but I got, it was a like too dogmatic and like how I was raised and everything. So I have left that all behind. And a friend of mine, when I was in college kind of brought me back to it and then yeah. I went off again and then this time it was more just like looking at like spirituality and just like just the energy of stuff not attaching anything else to it yes and like but the practice of meditating guys and everything like you know as as practitioners you need to have your time for yourself that's not uh, needed by yeah. your husband your wife your children the television the phone this practice mm-hmm. of getting up and getting on our phones right away is killing us Yes. Yes. Uh, absolutely. And you think about that. I, I, I've gotten into a practice where it's like, when I first wake up, um, tr- you smiling really big mm. at nothing. It's like, it does something to your brain, you know, again, mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it, and, and then also I kind of, I always have like a little prayer, you know, like the things of gratitude practice, what I'm grateful for, yeah. you know, like yeah. how I want to start my day before I, before I ever do that. And then I get up and I, I use tuning forks. I go through a Kundalini meditation. I have like yeah. a little thought. It's called a sod. It's like you have a specific morning practice that you do. And I've been doing this. I'm like for a few years, like every yeah. single day. And then I go, I have a big walk. And for me, again, according to my design, it's like I pop in the earbuds. I listen to a lecture. It's like mm-hmm. I'm moving my body. I'm in nature. I feel good. And I'm getting, I'm doing something that really fulfills me, which is learning. You know, it's not going to be yeah. the same for everybody, but mm-hmm. do you have that type of practice that, 
like you said, it's like, especially this is a field where I feel like you're an injector, you're an esthetician, whatever you are, surgeon, you're a healer, whether you own that title or not, you know, you Mm. are here to help people feel whole and feel happy and healthy. And you do, you know, I mean, it's so cliche, like fill your own cup first, but truly if you Mm -hmm. don't have anything, any, anything to give from, then Mm. you're running on fumes and things are going to burn out. Mm. Period. Period. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to have some sort of practice, you know, you don't have to label a spiritual practice, but you need Mm. some sort of healthy practice. That's going to um, help you deliver the best possible treatment experience energy mm-hmm. to yeah. to the, to everyone that you encounter yeah and, and that's that's really true and it, it, I, uh, a friend of mine actually sent me this lecture i can't remember from from but the london school of business but this guy was talking about like you know we have these like spheres of our life we have you know work we have school sometimes we have family we have like these spheres of our life friends or whatever but like what happens is that you know, say like, say if you can imagine like those like things that are supposed to make us happy in life, but then we have work that we put over it. And like over time in life, that work bubble gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it almost smushes and smothers all the other things that in our life actually give us happiness. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, yo, he was like, when you die, no one ever has said, I wish I worked more. No one. No. No. Mm. <laughs> no. A moment of silence for that. Right? A moment of like, pour, pour one out for my homies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, it's just it's deep. And it's like, when you think about those things, it's just, it's just crazy. And I think some people can get into that trap. It's like, oh, I'm injecting 30 faces a day. I'm doing this and that. But it's like, what quality of service are you giving to these people? Yeah, yeah. And what like, quality of life are you having in, in balance with that? In balancing, yeah. And I, th- and I think too, it's like, also, if you have work that you love, then mm-hmm. awesome. But when of it's course. like, I'm right, it's like work is really work. That's a different story as well. You know, yeah. it's like, I don't know, just that healthy balance. Because at the end of all of it, it's like, so okay when I was a kid my my uncle my favorite uncle he passed away when I was nine I actually named my mm-hmm. daughter after him and Aww. um I know it's just the best but he he was a Capricorn right uh-huh. and he loved all the things you know yeah. like that that type like material stuff and I remember he had this sign that it was like he he who dies with the with the most toys wins and mm. it was hilarious you know I, it's always stuck with me and it's mm-hmm. like so funny because you're like well right that's a joke it's like yeah no he who dies with the most toys does not win any special awards or prizes or anything what was what was your quality of life and your level of happiness and the impact like you know that positive impact that you had all throughout your life or was it all Mm -hmm. for the things and the status and the money and and all of that it's like maybe you need to evaluate you know like what you're doing in the here and now and like really what is that end goal about yeah right? exactly what is that yeah. about and it, it, a friend of mine you probably love to meet this friend that i have but like <laughs> and i hope he's not listening to the podcast but like, <laughs> you know, he's like so wealthy and everything but yeah. he gave up owning a home you yeah. know they live all around the world him and his yeah. family yeah. and like 
and he stops work purposely every day at four and does everything that he loves and, and he's like I'm true to who I am he's like I he's like there's these guys walking around they have all these suits on and this and that and that he was like I can pay for the whole family basically like like but they think that they've made it somewhere in life and he's chilling doing his thing with t-shirt and jeans on yes you know I love that I love but that. like he knows what life is about and he loves life Yes. And that, and that's the big difference. I think it's not something that you're like, I got to win this or crush this or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the language is that people use that I'm not <laughs> part of that world, you know, <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's just so not me, but you know, I just like, what's, what's the point of all of it? What, what is the, what is the point of all of that? I mean, you know, sure. Have a comfortable life, but beyond that, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. There's anything wrong with being competitive. I mean, you can be competitive if that what is what turns you on, I guess. To- but, totally totally it's like it's not well, the carol and all everything no 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 and i think i think when sometimes sometimes it's almost like like that where it's like you have to have some people have to have everything to understand it's not really anything mm. kind of get to that like point where it's that realization you know it's, it's kind of like in um in the bhagavad gita you know like where i've read it a long time yeah yeah or, but, but but the whole thing was like you know he's like this prince and stuff and it's like but you go, you know, anyway, <laughs> just like, it's a whole thing. But um, sometimes that, I think that's it. It's like sometimes certain people have to have to get the material things and the wealth and whatnot to ever mm-hmm. get to that point of like the realization, you know, that it didn't really mean anything at all. Yeah. And I'm going to go back to the squid game because I did watch it. At the end. Wait, tell me what what is that? What is it? I don't even know. It's like it's like it's now this really like famous Korean show or whatever. And okay. It's like it's all these people who are like broke as hell and and they go to this place and they play these child games, but they have like a really dark twist and they like, all die. But they play these oh. child games and every time a person dies, more money goes to the pot that the winner's gonna get. And so like yeah, it's 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 really dark. But at the end, the old man who constructed the entire thing, he was super rich and he had all these rich guys coming just to watch these like deathly games, almost kind of like, but he was like, he was dying and he was just like, I don't want to ruin it who haven't watched it. But the premise of it is just like, he was like rich people and poor people have the same problem. They have, they, unless they're careful, life has no meaning because if yeah. you have everything, what's there to strive for? If you have nothing, what's there to strive for? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Like, yeah. Whew. Sounds deep, but too dark for me. It might be a little too dark for you. Yeah. It might not be good for your energy. <laughs> I, t- I totally see that. That's this is my take on all of that. It's like not that I didn't ever used to watch things and stuff, yeah. but man, it, the, it's like the more it's almost like eating clean. Where it's like the more that you do that, the more you couldn't turn around and try to consume something really bad for you or like yeah. that would just throw me so so far <laughs> off you know what I mean no I get it oh god so you know tell us how can our listeners like you know work with you like because I, I know you work with aesthetic practices and things like that yeah. you're doing training so tell us like how they can work with you like how you can benefit their teams by doing these practices um tell us a little bit more about that business side of yeah. things um I have been teaching a few classes for like groups and practices and mm-hmm. um definitely doing human design one-on-one is very much a let's let's get into the amazingness of you and who you are and understanding yourself how you work Mm -hmm. how you're meant to make decisions I mean and then also identifying very specific gifts you know I keep saying it's Mm -hmm. like you have this or I have that um 
And that's very reassuring. I always feel like there's just certain things you'll hear and you're just like, well, dang, that is me. And, you know, like I said, certain things that maybe you thought I would want to change or why am I not like this person? It's like, no girl, relax into being you and be the best you, you can be. But then on Mm -hmm. a, on a group level, uh, I definitely have been doing more of that teaching. Um, and I think that's super fun. Like I actually really like to work with groups because when not only do you hear that on a one-on-one thing, but then when you start to hear about yourself and your coworker and, you know, your boss or whomever as a group, it's so cool because that is a strength thing. And it's not, um, it's not something you're like, I'm going to develop this strength. You're like, I have this, or this person has it. And Mm -hmm. maybe I don't have the other thing. And I'm going to stop trying to get in their lane or their, Mm -hmm. them in mine. And Mm -hmm. we can all really fuse together to, you know, let's say make our practice like run as smoothly as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's just, it's, it's just awesome. And I, and I can't wait to do actually do more of that. It's, that's, that's so, so, it's so exciting to me. And it uh-huh. sounds all kind of airy fairy, but then people do it. And then they're like, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> like, yeah. please. I, I did one even earlier this weekend. They're like, um, please come back this was the this was the coolest thing you know so if you think about like team building type stuff except something that's actually like really valuable this is it yeah this isn't just like I read it from a fortune cookie you know like I'm a life coach or something it's like no this is this is very deep and very specific Mm -hmm. to the people that are that are within it and Mm -hmm. uh just I don't know I'm always I'm terrible at explaining my own stuff I'm like just trust me it's amazing you know, guys, I would say on a business standpoint, like, you, you know, some, some of you guys may have done a disc profile or whatever, but it's almost like disc, but on steroids, like it just goes really, really, really deep because something that you guys, you have to understand. And I know Dr. Tiffany talked about this in the last one. It's just like, you have, you can't hire for a role you need to hire for, no, you can't hire for the, you know, the person because the person could leave the role is what's most important. So like, which personality types are going to fit in this role and when you get into it so deeply with Michaela it's just like you're going to really understand how that person works and how they tick and they might not be the best for that role after you've actually done and you could free them to do something else in your practice absolutely and and I was just going to say that that's exactly it it's like they may not be cut out for the thing that they either thought or you thought that they were, but they're amazing at something else. Oh yeah. And again, it's just, I'm always just like play to everybody's strengths. It's like, let's not focus on the weaknesses. It's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. turn up, turn up the volume on the strengths and the strengths get better. And then we're yes. not even trying to do the stuff that's not really for us or not serving, you know, the practice on a whole. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so important for your practices guys to be served as a whole, because your business is an extension of yourself. Yeah. If you're chaotic, if you're a hot mess, your practice is going to be chaotic and it's going to mm-hmm. be a hot mess. Mm-hmm. If you're not thinking abundance in yourself, your practice is not going to be abundant or it might be abundant for a while and then it will fizzle out because it's not based on something, a good foundation. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Or, or, you know, like the, the lack of growth or something or development of anything, I think yeah. you can, you can do something and, you know, again, it's a field where you see a lot of people copying each other because, you yeah. know, that's just like, oh, okay, this is, this is where I want this to look, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just like, yeah. I see someone else being successful and what they don't see is that somebody actually acting within alignment in themselves 
and you're, you're attracted, you're attracted to that energy, not necessarily Mm -hmm. the thing. So when you go out and try to copy somebody, it's like, you might experience some level of success because it's working for them. And so of course Mm -hmm. it'll work for you, but never to that same degree, right? It's never just going to like explode for you in that regard and take Mm -hmm. off. It's Mm -hmm. like, because again, you're, you're not using your energy to the best of your ability. And so, you know, it's, it's quite funny too, because, um, I'm trying to think of who I was chatting with, but it's like, but again, to go back to Josh, that's a really good, he is such a good example of somebody, right. Who has, who has that empowerment thing. I was telling him when we did his chart, I'm like, you have the, the thing that's about the self-love and empowerment that I do. And it's like, but that's all I've got going on. Whereas he's got, and it, but it's cool because it's like, I have a very, like a, a very singular in a way purpose. Um, yeah. And he has so much of this tribe, what they call tribal energy in human design, mm-hmm. where it really is about the group. It's about your crew. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not fake coming from that person. Other people yes. can say the community over competition. And you're like, girl, I seen your chart. <laughs> you're like, you're about you, you know? <laughs> You are about you. And I know this, you know, and not that, not that, right? but, it, but, it, but it is, it's like, it's, it's inauthentic, but when you see, so he's such a great example. You're like, you see somebody playing authentically to who they really are and mm-hmm. the magnetism yes. people, people are just like obsessed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that's somebody being them and knowing exactly. who they are, not, Oh, he's doing really well. So I'm going to copy what he's doing. It's like, no, no, no. Let's look at what you really have going on within your mm-hmm. blueprint, essentially. Yeah. And then let's develop that. And you will be that super magnetic person in your own way. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Huge, huge difference. And it's yes. so fun to unlock that with people because oh, you're like, you God. have all your, you, everybody's got their amazing stuff. We just yeah. need to get you dialed into what yours is. Exactly. So stop, stop, put the blinders on, stop getting distracted. You know, the consumption, they're doing good. I want to do good too. It's like, nope, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to do me. Exactly. I'm going to do me. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. So tell everyone, like, where can we find you on the internet? How can they sign up for a consultation? Let, let yeah. us know. Yeah. So um, Instagram, I am at Michaela McLean. It's super easy. It's just my name. Yeah. Uh, and typically because most people kind of like have questions, want to talk to me a little bit. It's the DMs. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sliding into my DMs is really like the way to go about <laughs> it. Yes, slide on. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. So great. Michaela, it's been so wonderful having you on the podcast and hearing just about everything that you're doing and how you're helping the world in your own way. And guys, if you want to see an example of what she's done, definitely check out her Instagram. She actually did a live with um, Talks Josh um, a few, was a couple weeks ago. It's been a a few weeks, but like, you know, I have a ton. I have actually a ton on there between, or wait, no, that's on his. But even ones that I've done are ones coming up, you know, with like a Mm -hmm. lot of people that are, that are named in this industry who again they're people and I love that because I'm like it's the early adopters you're like you're the people who see that this is where this is going and that this is Mm -hmm. this is a very important aspect that's being neglected in this industry and Mm -hmm. he and he specifically is one of those people yeah yeah and it's huge so guys don't hesitate reach out to her even if you're just curious get it done for yourself don't don't be late don't be late before you know don't be don't be last (laughs) 
around and then you'll be the one copying instead of being an early adopter. Exactly. Ask we don't want to do that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I love it. Michaela, this has been so great. And, I've had a um, wonderful time. Same. All right. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks. Like what you heard? Please leave us a review. I appreciate you listening and your support. Follow us on Instagram at Plan Life Happens and comment on this episode's post. Also, I appreciate your feedback and ideas. Improving is the name of the game. I'm Leslie Tracy, your host. Thanks for listening.